Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. One of the things that energizes our teams the most is being able to hear stories of lives that are impacted by this ministry. We would love for you to share your story with us by emailing it to stories at newcommunity.co or maybe your next step to getting connected to what God is doing in this ministry is partnering with us financially. You can do that online at www.newcommunity.co or through the PushPay app and find the giving option that works best for you. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy today's message. Well, good morning, church. How are you guys doing this morning? Good. I see a lot of Cowboys jerseys out there, so I know that you guys are excited. Yes. Um, well, we are glad that you're worshiping here with us this morning. As Caleb mentioned, this is our um, Vision Sunday, and we're going to take a moment look back at what God has done in the year 2016 and also spend some time looking at what God is calling us to, how God is challenging us as we move forward in 2017. So if you're our guest, let me start by introducing myself if I haven't had a chance to meet you yet. My name is Aaron and I am the lead pastor here at New Community Church and we're glad that you're worshiping with us and that um, you're a part of the service this morning. As I mentioned, um, today's service, it's going to be a little bit different. We've been walking through God's Word together. We started in Genesis, and, and we've been continuing that. And this morning, we're going to pause for a moment as we celebrate um, what God has done and, and just look at the vision that God has for us as we move into this next year. And so in September, if you were around then, um, we launched this campaign called Made for More. And we've been talking um, ever since September, and we're carrying it over into this next year, how God has made us for more. And the verse that we talked about with that is Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, where Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus, and he's encouraging them, and he says it like this. He says, now to God who is able to do exceedingly more, exceedingly more than all that you could ask or think according to his spirit and his power that is at work within us. And we grabbed a hold of that verse. And we've been talking about that verse every week, trying to remind ourselves that, hey, this year, as we look at um, going into 2017, God has made you for more. Whatever is going on in your life, we believe that, that God has bigger dreams than we've yet to accomplish yet, um, that God has bigger plans for our lives, that God wants more for us spiritually, wherever you're at in your relationship with God. You may just be starting off in church and um, your relationship with God may be brand new, or you may have been walking with God for a while, but I'm here this morning to tell you God has more for you more than you've seen in your past. And so we've been challenging each other with this idea that we are made for more. And as we started this, we made four declarations. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write these down. It's a great reminder. You may be hearing them for the first time, but this is what we said. God, we want to grow in these areas as a church. We want to recognize more in these areas of our lives. And so we made these four declarations and we said this, scripture is going to shape my life. Scripture is going to shape my life. And so we talked about that, the importance of God's word in our life. And we're going to look at that in a moment. The second thing that we declared is my growth is my responsibility. My growth is my responsibility that God is calling each and every one of us to grow. And we can't just wait for some outside force or for something out there to help us in that. We have to own our growth and we have to move forward in our relationship with God. We've said I'm going to change the world, and it starts right here. 
I'm going to change the world, and it starts right here. God has called us to do that in our personal lives together as a church. And the last declaration that we made is, I can't stay here that we have to move forward as a church. We have to increase in our giving and our serving and supporting the vision that God is calling us together as a church. We can't stay here. And so I want us to look at these different things and how God did this and, and what God's word says about these things, the importance of them in our life. That first thing that we said is scripture is going to shape my life. Scripture is going to shape my life. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says this, and you can write down these references and refer back to them later. 2 Timothy 3, 16, all Scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says this, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. In Romans chapter 10, verse 17, the writer there, Paul, is encouraging the church. You want to grow in your faith? You want to develop in your relationship with God? You want to go further than you are right now? It comes from opening up God's word, opening up the scripture, and allowing God to speak to you. Faith grows. It comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. And so if you're not satisfied with where you're at in your relationship with God, I want to encourage you, go deeper into God's word. We've said that, that every day we're going to be engaging with Scripture. We're going to allow Scripture to change and to shape our life, to mold us into the people that we need to be. This is what we've said, and we know this, that um, Scripture is the number one catalyst for your spiritual growth. Scripture is the number one catalyst for your spiritual growth, to help you go further. It's how often are you opening up God's Word and allowing God to speak to you from his word and to change and to shape your life. And so we've said this, hey, every Sunday as we come together, we're going to hear God's word together as the church. We're going to allow God to speak to us. And so we started um, in September in the book of Genesis, and we've been walking through different stories, through different key passages, and allowing God to speak to us. This is vital. What we do every Sunday morning here together as a church, it's vital to our growth. In this past year, we saw um, on Sunday mornings, we had about 438 average attendance here every single Sunday, messages being spoken to us and God changing and shaping our life. But we said, hey, we want to take it past Sunday mornings. And we launched over 20 community groups. Many of you are part of these over 213 every week or every other week meeting together in homes just like this, this great group of people up here. And we're opening up scripture together. And we're talking about, hey, what we're reading about in God's word, what does that mean to you? How are you applying that to your life? How are you taking what we're reading and what God's speaking to us as a church? How are you living that out in your workplace, in your school, with your family members? And so we've been challenging each other with God's word. These groups are vital to our growth and allowing God's word to go deeper inside of our life. And so we've said that scripture is going to shape my life. And together, we've been reading through the Bible together. We've been um, every single day opening up scripture. You may have that on the Bible reading app. You may have grabbed a paper copy back there, but we're walking through scripture together and allowing God to speak to us from his word. The second thing, my growth is my responsibility. And we've said that, hey, we want you to own your growth. We want to see you move forward in your relationship with God. We want your relationship with God to develop. And you're not just sitting back waiting for something to happen, but you're looking at, hey, what is my next step? 
Once again, it doesn't matter if you're just starting off. Maybe you're new to this church saying, or maybe you've been in church and serving God for 20, 30, 40 years. You can't stay where you're at. You have to grow in your relationship with God. You have to move forward. And this is happening. And we're helping each other grow. We're encouraging one another to grow. One of the ways that that happens is at the end of every single service, when we ask people to make that decision, if there's anyone in the room that needs to take that next step and grow in their relationship with God, we have people that are praying with them. And it doesn't just stop on a Sunday morning. Our new life coaches are calling them throughout the week encouraging them, challenging them. They're with them as they get baptized. And it was so awesome this past year to see our new life coaches as people that were just committing their, or their life to Christ as they were taking that next step in baptism. Our new life coaches were there celebrating with them, encouraging them. That's our goal is that we would challenge one another. Hey, what's that next step for you? How do you take that next step in your life? How do you go deeper in your relationship with God? The first way that people do that, it's, it's coming to church and it's connecting. And we saw over 193 first-time guests. You guys, that is amazing. Those are people that you invited. Yeah, that's a reason to celebrate. And those are your family members. Those are friends. For many of you in the room, you joined us in 2016. It, it was your first time maybe coming to church. Maybe you had been disconnected from church or distant from God. And God has used this church to really bring growth in your life. And, and that's our desire is that some people, that first step is just coming back to church and once again connecting and asking again, hey God, how do I go deeper in my relationship with you? We saw 57 people take that step um, and say, God, I want to commit my life to you. God, I want to be different. I need that change inside of my life. We saw 27 people take that next step of baptism and say, hey, I'm going public with my faith. And I'm celebrating what God has done, that change, that transformation that's happened inside of me. And so it's encouraging to see that my growth is my responsibility. We need to own that and say, God, I want to take those next steps with you. God, I want to see my relationship with you go deeper than it has been before. That third thing we said is I'm going to change the world, that third declaration, and it starts right here. And I love this because we have heard story after story of how God is using you guys to bring change, using you to bring change um, in your workplace right here at the church with people that you come to church with. And I think of a story just like I heard um, this past week, just a number of weeks ago, we were here on a Sunday morning just like this. And there was a young lady that's been coming for a little bit and um, the weather was pretty cold that Sunday morning. And another young lady noticed this girl did not have a coat. And she snuck out during the middle of service and went out and bought her a winter coat and wrote her this note of encouragement and just said, hey, I believe that God has something amazing for your life. I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you in your relationship with God. It's just saying, God, how can you use me? What can I do to serve other people? I think of another family that's gone through a difficult year and they've experienced loss, but at Christmas time, they called the church and they said, hey, we want to serve another family. Instead of focusing in on what they had lost this year, they said, we want to be a blessing with, to someone else. And so we connected them with another family and they bought um, Christmas dinner for them. Uh, another couple that said, hey, we want to give above and beyond and we want to make an impact. And the money they gave bought Christmas gifts. It paid for utilities. It impacted people this Christmas season. It's just us saying, God, whatever we have, we want to give it. We want to use it. We want it to be a blessing to other people, God. We want to change the world, and we realize that it starts right here, God, with what you've placed in front of us. And it, it's amazing to see that. It's what Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 talks about. 
as Jesus is looking at this group of people and he says, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And whenever you light a light in a room, you don't put it under a bowl to hide it. No, you put it on a lampstand and it gives light to everyone in the room. And Jesus looks at this group of people and he says, so let your light shine in this world. Let your light shine so that people will see your good deeds and they'll glorify your father who is in heaven. Ephesians chapter two, or chapter two verse 10 says it like this. You are God's workmanship. You are God's workmanship created for good works in Christ. What's God doing in your life? How is he growing you? How is he challenging you? He's shaping you. He's forming you. Why? So that you could do good works in Christ. So that other people around you, people that you influence, people that you have a relationship with, God is working inside of you so that you can make an impact in their life. So that you may do good works in Christ. We've said that. I'm going to change the world and it starts right here, church. It starts right where God has places, and it goes beyond the walls of this place, and it makes a difference. And we've seen that together as a church, what, how God has used us this year to reach out in our community in events like the hunt, where we had our Easter egg hunt. We had over 428 guests um, that day of just celebrating with us, having a good time together. VBS, many of you guys served as we had 100 plus kids every single night that week coming in here, singing songs to Jesus, celebrating, doing Bible stories, growing in God's word. And it was amazing to see how God changed and shaped kids' life um, through that week of VBS. This year, you guys have given over $42,000 to local and global partners. You guys, that is a reason to celebrate and rejoice. And I think of the partners that we have, the difference in the impact that it's making. If you were here around Thanksgiving on Day of Thanks when Nick Stuva, our missionary partner, came and shared about the impact that NCC is having in Tanzania, Africa. You're planning churches, you're equipping pastors, you're impacting a community there. I think of Danny Noah, who every week he's in the FCAs in the schools all around Dallas in the Mesquite area and different school districts. And he messages us all the time and says, hey, man, another hundred kids gave their heart to Jesus in all of the schools this morning. We're seeing students respond in their relationship with Christ. It's events like Fields of Faith that we had this past fall with over 1,500 students from around Mesquite High School and junior high students that packed out Memorial Stadium and kids gave their life to Christ, kids were saved. It's because you gave. It's because you were being obedient. You were investing in God's kingdom. That's $42,000 worth of impact that you had into God's kingdom, like in El Salvador with the community that we are partnered with there, that we've helped plant a church We've helped train that pastor how to reach out in this community, health clinics that are being built, schools and education systems that are being built there, built there in El Salvador. It's all because you gave, church, because you were willing to say, God, I want to change the world, and I realize that it starts right here. I want to make an impact. It's what we do every single year with the back-to-school fair and the difference that God allows our church to make and the impact that happens there. Just like the superintendent came um, once again on Day of Thanks and he shared with us the difference that NCC is making with over 6,500 participants on that one day that received medical resources, um, backpacks, educational resources so that students could start the school year off right. 
We gave over 4,000 backpacks away during that time as they launched the school year, over 300 volunteers. The difference that you're making, because as a church, we've said, God, we want to be a light in this community. We want to see others reach, God. We want them to understand the hope that you have for us. And the last declaration that we've made is we said, hey, we can't stay here. We have to continue to move forward in serving and supporting the vision that God has given us as a church. Hebrews chapter 5, it talks, and the writer of Hebrews, he's cautioning the church not to get stuck in their relationship with God. Not to kind of um, stand still or stagnate in the relationship with God. And this is how he says it in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 11. He says, I'm so excited about everything that I want to share with you, but it's difficult to explain. And here's why. Although some of you, you ought to be teachers. You should be leaders in the church. You should be helping others. He said, you're still drinking the milk of God's word. You're not ready for solid food yet. You're still in these elementary things, and he's encouraging the church, let's leave the elementary teachings of God's word, and let's move on to maturity. Let's go into the deeper things of God. And he says, God willing, we will do that. He's encouraging the church, don't get stuck. Don't stay around. Don't just start off with God and then stay stuck just right at the beginning of your relationship with God. Go deeper. Move on to maturity. Go into the deeper things of God's word. Allow God to use you to teach and to lead and to minister to others. We can't stay here, church. We have to continue to grow and support the vision that God has given us. And it's happening every week as many of you, you serve. We've seen over 156 people as part of our teams here every week. They're doing the things that many times we don't even realize or recognize is happening as the hospitality team as they make coffee and set out the donuts and make all of that look nice so that whenever you come in, you can enjoy that. It's the media team who you probably don't really recognize a lot, but they put up all of these slides and they help us as we worship God to know that the the words to the songs that we sing every single week are team members that are serving in new kids, adults that give up their Wednesday night. And they come in this room and they minister to students and teenagers because they want to see students impacted and grow closer in their relationship with God. It's people saying, hey, you know what? God's done something in my life and I want to serve others. I don't want to just sit here and receive. I can't stay here. I have to go out. God is calling me to grow and to develop in my relationship with him and to impact others around me. That happens, happens through our financial giving as well. And we talked about this, but in 2016, um, average churches of our size um, that are about the same as New Community Church, their weekly giving is about $11,050. NCC, we ended 2016 with our weekly um, giving average at 10267 In church, that's growth because um, previous years we've been in a much more difficult place financially, but we still have room to continue to grow and to continue to develop because we've said, God, we can't stay here. We want to increase in the vision that you've called us to. And as we look at this, this is about 22% of people that regularly attend um, New Community Church that are giving, that are consistently giving here at the church. And so we want to see that increase. Why? Because God has made us for more. In honoring him in our giving, worshiping him by being obedient and bringing our tithes and our offerings is part of how we don't stay here. It's part of how we move forward as a church and see God accomplish what it is that he's doing in our life. 
You know, we look back and there's story after story that I could tell you of what God has done. God has moved in so many of your lives. God has used difficulty and adversity and he's turned it around to be a testimony and to bring purpose even in the midst of pain to use you to make an impact for others to use you to help other people grow. God has used you this year to serve and to really make an impact. And we believe that, that even as we look forward, God has more for us, that God has made us for more. And we're believing that, that in this next year, we're gonna hear more stories of transformation, stories just like this one right here. My name is David Skeet. My wife, Trina, and I have been attending the church for about five years now. God has brought me through so much in my life, um, through, various, uh, through various things, and God has been pushing me to, to uh, just sh share what's been happening with me in my life. And my story begins with, uh, I, in the early years, I've had, uh, I had acute lymphobacic leukemia at the age of 18 months. Um, I went into remission at the age of three uh, from radiation therapy, and I was one of two surviving patients out of ten. Uh, after that, uh, at the age of ten, I was uh, the victim of an attempted molestation, and also I was introduced to porn for the first time. By the age of 18, I had walked away from the church completely uh, due to me not being comfortable in the setting of the Catholic Church. I was married for the first time uh, for two months. Uh, we were, uh, the marriage was annulled after two months due to infidelity. Uh, however, we did have a, a son and he died at 16 hours after birth due to medical complications. Uh, and by the age of uh, 24, I was addicted to alcohol and mixing alcohol with antidepressants. And by the age of 32, I was uh, married for the second time uh, to a woman who physically abused me over a two-year span. It was the final conflict that we had where instead of uh, physically uh, getting myself involved in the fight, I locked myself in a room, curled up in a ball, and I cried out to Jesus. I cried out to Jesus. I cried out to Jesus. Jesus, help me. Even though I walked away from, from the church, I still knew that he was there for me. So I kept calling his name and calling his name, and there was just a peace that came about me. Um, it wasn't soon after that, that uh, about a year later that I met Trina, and it was soon after that we started dating, and I think it was about three months or four months after that that she broke up with me throughout this whole time. Uh, through the two marriages, I was heavily addicted to porn. Um, she gave me an ultimatum at that time. I needed to somehow break the porn addiction. Uh, I prayed and I prayed to God. Um, and through the power of His Holy Spirit, my porn addiction was broken. Um, and He told me that she's the one for you. In 2011, uh, I was released from my job uh, due to corporate restructuring. My wife and I just, we, we prayed to God about what we were going to do, and there was an offer to come to Texas since we had nothing holding us in Minnesota and no job, uh, no real responsibility. 
uh, we decided just to put our faith in God and take that step forward and come to Texas. And um, we really haven't looked back since. About a week after we came down to Texas that we had started attending NCC. And my life has been, my family's life has been totally, totally changed since we started attending this church. God has done many things in my life. God has broke addictions. God has broke me from alcohol. God has broke me from porn. God has broke me from painkillers. God has brought me through a depression. God is good. I'm made for more, and I'm not made for, for addictions. I'm made for life. I'm made to, I'm made to live live through Christ and through my through my living through Christ I'm able to affect uh, other people's lives and touch other people's lives I may not even know I'm doing it and that's the best thing of all is just to walk and talk and and and, and be like Christ and be a, a showing example that's how God is showing me I'm made for more is to is showing me how to walk talk and be a man of God. My name is David Skeet and I am made for more. That's just one powerful example of what God is doing here in this church, of how he's changing us how he's developing us, of what he's calling us to. And it's just such a powerful reminder. We're believing that, that God is going to continually bring us more and more stories like that in our church of people that have been changed and how God is developing us. And I want to encourage you with this, um, that God has set some goals. He has a vision for us as we move into this next year. We know that what he's accomplished in 2016, that he has done great things, but he has bigger dreams for us. And I want to share these with you. And I'm going to ask you this morning that if New Community Church is a part of your church home, that you would write these down. And once again, that we're saying, God, we want to be a part of this. We want to be a part of what you're doing to change us and to help us realize that we are made for more. And so we've said some things as a church. As we've been in this campaign, we have said that we want to see 75% of our church engaging with Scripture, walking through the NCC reading plan together, opening up God's Word. How do we get to that number? It's each and every one of us saying, God, we're going to make that a daily priority in our life. Parents, if you're in this room, that means that you're opening up the scripture with your kids. If you're a grandparent and you have those kids in your home, your grandkids, you're reading God's word to them. You're showing them the importance. You're being an example of that to people around you. You're encouraging and texting each other, friends that you have in this church. Hey, have you opened up God's word today? What is it that God is speaking to you? Where are you reading at? What have you read today? We want to see each other grow, but each and every one of us, we need to be a part of that. We've said that we want to see 70% of our church involved in community groups and NCC groups. We want you to be a part of groups where other people are there. And once again, you're encouraging each other in God's word. You're growing together. That means that you're a part of that. And if you're not a part of a group, you're missing out. You're missing out on growing, but also you're causing other people to miss out because we need you in these groups. And it may not, once again, it may not just be you coming and receiving, it's you coming and giving. 
It's something that you're saying. It's something that God spoke to you. Someone else in that group needs to hear that. That may be encouragement for them this week. It may be what boosts their faith this week, and they need you to be a part of that. It's not just coming and receiving, but in groups, it's coming and it's giving. It's sharing together and encouraging one another to grow. We've said that scripture is going to shape my life, and part of that is the importance of what we do here every single Sunday morning. And so our goal is over 500 in attendance as we walk through this year. We want to see more and more people. We want to pack this place out, people being changed, people being transformed. As we walk through Scripture together every week as we open up the Bible, it's vitally important that you're here, that you hear God's Word, that you hear what He's challenging our church with. And so I want to encourage you that you would be faithful here on Sunday mornings, but that you wouldn't come alone that you would invite friends, you would invite people that you want to see grow in their relationship with God and say, hey, I want you to come see what's happening at the church. I want, to be able, I want us to be able to talk about scripture together. And so I want you to be there on Sunday mornings. The next thing that we've talked about, my growth is my responsibility. And we want to see a hundred people take that first step in salvation this year. But church, I want to challenge you with this. It's not just here on a Sunday morning. This should not be the only place where people are being saved. It should be going on throughout the week. It should be in your workplace, in your neighborhood, in your driveway, when you're talking to your neighbors, when you're talking to friends that are around you. You should be able to talk with them and encourage them. Hey, what's your next step in your relationship with God? Hey, where are you at in your relationship with God? Have you thought about, have you taken that first step of surrendering your life to God? Church cannot be the only place where people engage Christ spiritually. You are the representation of Jesus right where people are at, right where they're at. In your school, students, you should be looking for those opportunities where God can use you to share your faith with other students that are hurting, with other students that need hope, that God would use you every single week to share his story of hope and love with people around you. And so we want to see that. We want to see it in your workplace. We want to hear stories of that. We want to see it here on Sunday morning that people's lives are being changed and transformed by that. We've said, I'm going to change the world, and it starts right here. And so our goal is over 365 stories of transformation. Some of those that I've shared with you, some of those that I've told you, but we want you to start every day and say, God, how will you use me today? God, what is it in my life? How can I give? How can I serve? How can you use my words? How can I pray for someone, Lord? I want to be your agent of transformation wherever I'm at, God. Wherever you take me today, Lord, use me to bring change Use me to to make an impact in someone else's life. And so we want to see this happen. We've been talking um, with our board and with our spiritual directors and our staff. We even want our building to do this. We've been talking with the consulting group about how we can expand this, how ministry can happen, how even our church building can be a light right here in our community. And we're believing that God is going to help us take those next steps this year. But we even want our facility to make an impact in our community, that we could open this up throughout the week to different groups and different organizations that could be here and see what we're doing as a church. As the superintendent shared with the new initiative here at MISD, Read, Play, Talk, we want to be a part of that. 
And we want a literacy center right here at New Community Church. Once again, that throughout the week, kids are coming and they're being equipped in their education, even pre-K kids before they start kindergarten. We want to be a part of making an impact in their life and helping them succeed. We want to change the world and we realize that it starts right here. And we want that to happen in so many different ways through our church. The last thing, we can't stay here. And so that happens by people growing, by people serving. We want to see 120 people through Connect class this year. It's our class that happens the first and second Sunday of every month at 11 o'clock right during this service. And it happens upstairs. And Pastor Adam, our Connections pastor, he teaches that. And the heart of that is we want you to know how God has gifted you. What has God done that's unique in your life that you can serve other people, that you can use what God's placed in your life to bring change and transformation to others? And so I want to encourage you, if you haven't gone through that, take a couple of Sundays, go through that class, allow God to speak to you, find out how God has gifted you so that you can serve and impact others here in the church, outside of the church, in the community. That's our goal, 120 people completing that class. We want to see over 135 people say, hey, I'm all in at New Community Church, and I want to be a part of the core. That's our membership process here at NCC, and, and we're looking at that. We want people that are saying, hey, I'm going to pray for the church. Not just going to come on a Sunday morning, but I'm going to spend time throughout the week praying for the church. I'm going to be faithful in my giving. I'm going to be here on Sunday mornings and show up 10 minutes early. I'm going to stay 10 minutes late to talk to other people that are in my area to find out what God is doing in their life. It's saying, I'm all in here. I'm not just here to receive, but I'm here to give. I want God to use me. And so saying, hey, I want to be a part of that core. And we're already looking this year of how we can do that with leadership trainings, how we can help you grow and equip you for all that God has in your life. And the last thing we've said, hey, we want to see giving increase by 25%. We want to see that happen. God has bigger dreams for us. God has a bigger vision, church, than even what we're standing on right now. God sees more things in our future, and we want to be faithful in our giving so that we can accomplish all that God has set out for us to do. Everything that God is dreaming for us, we want those ministries and that impact to be able to happen as we faithfully give and say, God, we're willing to invest in your kingdom. Church, I believe this. We are made for more. You're made for more. God has more for your life. And each one of these numbers that you saw up there, 120 in Connect class, 500 in weekly attendance, 70% in groups, all of those things happen as we say, God, I'm available. God, I want to grow. God, I want to develop. I want to move forward. God, I want to understand this year how you have made me for more. It doesn't happen by just waiting for someone else to do it. It's each and every one of us saying, God, I'm going to be a part of that. I'm going to be a part of what you're doing in our church. I'm going to find ways to serve, God. I'm going to find ways to give, God. I'm going to find ways to grow and to help others grow in their relationship with you. Church, I'm believing that God has made us for more. And that in 2017, we are going to see that. As we look back at the end of this year, we're going to be celebrating and rejoicing at all that God has done through your life. The stories that are about you and how God used you to minister to someone else. Church, you have been made for more. And this year, God has more for your life. In every area of your life, God has more for you than you currently recognize, than you currently realize. And we enter into that whenever we just open up our arms and say, God, I'm yours. Whatever you want this year, Lord, show me 
how you want me to grow. God, show me how you want me to serve and administer to others. Church, I want to pray for you this morning. I'm going to ask if you would bow your head and close your eyes this morning. I just want to ask if there's anyone here. And as we've been talking, we've been talking about growing and developing in your relationship with God. If there's anyone here and you would be honest and you would say, Aaron, I don't really have that relationship with God. Maybe you've never taken that first step of saying, God, I want to know you more. God, I want you to bring that change and that impact in my life. Maybe you want to make a difference in others' lives, but it starts right here with you personally of you saying, God, I want that relationship with you. And if that's you, you're in this room and you would say, man, I don't have that relationship. Maybe I had it at one time, but I've walked away from it. In a moment, I'm going to give you a chance to respond. God's word is very clear that we've all sinned. We've all messed up. At some point in our life, all of us have missed God's mark of what he wants for us. And we spend so much time trying to fix it on our own. And if we're honest, church, we can't. We can't do enough good stuff. There's nothing we can do to make up for the sin in our broken relationship with God. But we don't have to because Jesus has come. God sent his son. He died on the cross. He gave his life for you and for me so that we could be restored back into a right relationship with God. And if you're here and you're honest enough to say, Aaron, I don't have that relationship, but I want it. I want to know God's plans for my life. I want a brand new start. If that's you, would you just stand up right where you're at and come forward? I want to take a moment and I want to pray with you. Anyone at all, don't miss this opportunity. If God is speaking to your heart, respond to his prompting. Well, if there's no one here in that situation, church, I'm going to ask you to look at me. I just want us to end together by just declaring God's goodness. In this song, we're going to end by just worshiping together and declaring that God is good and believing that what he has for us in 2017 is greater than anything we've seen in our past, that God has made us for more, and that he is believing he's speaking more things over our life and over our church together. So I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet this morning, and I'm going to ask you to sing this song as a declaration of the goodness of God and what he wants to do, that he has made us for more. Let's sing it out together, church.